know that you're just constantly negative, I'm probably you're you're going to lose a lot of your credibility because you're a constant thunderstorm. It doesn't matter if it's a beautiful sunny day, you're going to find the negative thing about that day and it becomes your problem. Now now it's no longer like no matter what you say about me, this is not my problem anymore. This is kind of your problem because you're saying this is a hard issue. This is you yeah. and every yep. everything. Yeah, those right. kind of people, I mean obviously I wouldn't put a lot of stock mm-hmm. into. I got to examine myself here. Am I somebody that somebody can trust? You know, am I somebody that you can come to and say, hey, how did that go? Right. And you can trust my input and you can take, am I critical? You know what I'm saying? How am I as the source in this? Right. You know, so I want to be somebody that's trustworthy as a source. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church. And this is the Way to Go podcast. And we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Mark Hostetler, just talking about what the Bible has to say about things like handling criticism, which uh, we often do. So one time, a friend of mine goes, he asked me, hey, how do you handle all that criticism that you get and all the, all the things that people say about you? Now, he goes to the church, so he's talking about what people in the church say about me. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, number one, I said, I don't hear it all. So one way I handle it is I never hear it all because a lot of times it's never said to me and said to somebody else. I said, uh, a second thing is I don't put stock in everything that I hear because a lot of it's idle banter. And I don't put a lot of stock in idle banter because armchair quarterbacking. And I don't, I don't really have to worry about that because people say a lot of things and people say a lot of things they don't mean. And so to me, right. that was kind of how I answer. Right. And that, that's pretty much how I feel. And the, the first thing that you got to learn when it comes to handling criticism is you cannot pay attention to everything. I, I'm all yeah. for learning. We'll talk about that at the next point. Sure. Yeah, we got to learn what we can. But you cannot seriously pay attention to everything. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, which was a, who was a famous preacher, wrote a book called Lectures to My Students. He said that every single person needs to have one blind eye and one deaf ear. <laughs> And he said, in that one deaf ear, what you need to do is not be listening to everything that everyone says. Because it's not, there's no merit to a lot of it. There's There's no thought that sometimes people just say stuff randomly. They're just talking out loud. They haven't really thought it through. And then we're going to take it and put a ton of thought into it when they didn't put a ton of thought into it. Why in the world should I put a ton of thought into a statement you didn't put a ton of thought into? That's exactly right. right. Yeah. And people are quick to just spout off what they think and this and that, you know, and so you got to be wise about it. You got to be wise. But here's another thing I would say, don't seek it out. You know, this is something that I've been uh, guilty of in my past is, is I want to hear feedback, but when everything's good, I get nervous. And right. I start seeking out, okay, well, what is, what was the bad part? What was the bad part? Come on. You're not telling me the truth. Well, don't. If it's not there, if you don't, if people aren't saying something bad, then don't seek out criticism. No, some people you know? aren't, because some people are like me. We're not really that judgmental. I'm yeah. not really worried that you're right. wearing a V-neck today. <laughs> you noticed, huh? How could you? I don't know. I wouldn't wear it, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing totally. Um, but Ecclesiastes 7.21 says, do not pay attention to every word people say. Or you may hear your servant cursing you, for you know in your heart that many times you yourself have cursed others. Mm. And I think that this is just a really great uh, 
I love the book of Ecclesiastes anyway, and I've often thought of this verse. It says, do not pay. Now, this is the wisest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Do not pay attention to every word people say. Yeah. Or you may hear your servant cursing you. Mm-hmm. And if you're the boss and the leader, I'll guarantee somebody's got something to say. Absolutely. Everyone has a better way to do it. Absolutely. Everyone, if I yeah. was doing it, there are times I would love to take people, by the way, and just say, I'll tell you what, I'll let you run the church for a while. See how you do. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because if you know, I mean, you know, so obviously you know so much about running it. Why don't you come run it yourself? But they wouldn't, but they act that way. They act like, and, but that, it doesn't matter. It's not just church. I mean, that's the way it is in the, in the work crew. It's where it is. If you you could be uh, building brick walls, you could be framing houses, you could be working anywhere. You could be in a restaurant industry. Somebody's always going to have a better way to do it. It's, It's forever true. And sometimes people get mad at you. And so don't listen to that. No. No, absolutely not. And you got to be aware of the people around you. There are certain people who have what I call a critical spirit. Right. They Everything they are doing, they'll find something wrong. Right. And actually, I confess, I sometimes have that. Right. Where I could just look for the things that are wrong so I could try to fix it. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm constantly trying to find the, the bad parts of things so I can go over there and hurry up and fix it so right. it's better. Well, I mean, well, I, I think the best of people will see flaws. I mean, well, I, sure. I, think, I think that you'll do it, but there are some people that are just a storm all the time. Those people, I'm really not. Yep. Once I know that you're just constantly negative, I'm probably you're you're going to lose a lot of your credibility because you're a constant thunderstorm. It doesn't matter if it's a beautiful sunny day; you're going to find the negative thing mm-hmm. about that day, and it becomes your problem. Now, now it's no longer like no matter what you say about me, this is not my problem anymore. Nope. This is kind of your problem this because you're a, saying this is a hard issue. This is yeah. you and every yep. everything. Yeah, those right. kind of people. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't put a lot of stock mm-hmm. into uh, because I already know that that's you're always looking for problems you're, you're always looking you're for problems gonna you're gonna be find. critical you're gonna right. be critical no matter what i do you're gonna find right. some side of some sort of critical yeah, and, it, and it wears off your voice starts to lose effect if you're constantly critical mm-hmm. it just after a while people are like well yeah well that's what you always say so i don't want to i don't want to really listen to that yeah. um mm-hmm. i think uh, again i don't banter or things i don't want to worry about i just because there's always the person who goes to the diner after church on Sunday morning, it's going to critique the sermon, going to critique the worship service. It's just how it's going to be. It, yeah. there, there's always going to be someone who, like, they're mad at you because you walked right by them. They're mad at you because you mm-hmm. didn't see them. They're mad at you because you did. they said hi, you didn't hear them say hi. Uh, you forgot it was whatever. I mean, because you can't be perfect anyway. But a lot of times people aren't. They, they just, they're not that upset. And you're going to run off and... And my dad was somebody, if he heard you say something bad about him, he'd go knocking right on your door. He would actually go to your house and knock on your door. And I remember hearing these stories that he told me. It's not that I heard those stories about him. He told me these stories about himself. And I remember thinking, you're a pastor and I'm a pastor. I have zero interest in this. I have zero interest in people saying bad things because it's par for the course. Right. It's normal. Yeah. You're going to get criticized. If you don't understand in anything that you do, that's par for the course, you're going to get criticized. Man, you're really going to struggle in life because I've looked at it and and realized that sometimes you get criticized because you're moving forward. It's not always a bad thing. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the evidence you're actually doing something. You don't get criticized when you're doing absolutely nothing. That's exactly right. That's when you're not getting criticized. Mm-hmm. When you try to do something, that's when kind of the boo birds are going to come out and, uh, that's okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's okay. That, that to me has always been kind of a good sign that we're actually yep. moving forward. I, 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 
you know, reading throughout the epistles in the New Testament, Paul gives numerous example after example of how some men came in from another area and they right. twisted the words of the apostles and they made them look like they were out for money. They made them look like they were just having an easy life and this right. and that. They started, they were being critical of the apostleship of right. Paul and he defended himself and he came after it, you know, right. and he told them, don't pay attention to these people. I, don't pay attention to these people. Right. You and I, I do feel sorry for people who do pay attention and yeah. it bothers me. I remember one time I was sitting in a meeting with a pastor and he said, man, there's so many other pastors who hate you. And my response was, well, there's so many other pastors who don't know me. I don't think <laughs> yeah. a thing about it. Right. It didn't bother me that he said it. I didn't lose any sleep over it because I'm, I'm truly somebody I'm not that interested in what people think about me. And if you it's, pay- not, it's not a driving factor in my life. I'm, I'm here for the Lord. I'm very kind. I want to be nice. I'm not mm-hmm. uh, somebody who's belligerent. I want to have tact. I want to do it. I want to do everything as well as I possibly can do it. But on the other hand, it's not something that troubles me. Yeah. I don't, I don't get rattled. It doesn't, rattle, really my, it doesn't yeah. rattle my cage. I'm like, okay, it's just another day. And there's a reason right. why you're on your 30th year of pastoring right, right. now. Yeah, and that's it, why, you know, yeah, because you're not going to let things get under your skin like that, you know, uh, don't pay attention to everything. I love that because here's what happens from, from perspective or from, you know, uh, experience. Here's what happens to me. When I start paying attention to everything, I inevitably become a people pleaser. Right. And, and it, that's not healthy. Right. You know, in Galatians uh, 1, 10, it says, am I now trying to gain the approval of people or of God? Right. Am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave to Christ anymore. Right. That's awesome. I mean, that's the truth. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So don't don't be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I think I'll listen and learn is the second thing. So don't pay attention to everything. You got to listen and learn. Uh, some of the hardest uh, emails I've ever gotten, and they would sting. I remember this one time, it was so bad. Like the email was so nasty that I received about myself from somebody in the church. And... Uh, my associate pastor at the time wouldn't even read it because he goes, I'm going to be so mad when I read this. I don't even want to know what they said. I'll take your word for it. It was bad because I said, do you want to read it? He goes, no, because it's going to make me so mad when I do that. I, I don't even want to read it. So I looked at it and I, I read it. It bothered me. It stung for like 24 hours and then I was fine. I, I threw out all the ridiculous things because there were some things that were so preposterous and so asinine that yeah. it, it never happened. I never thought it. As never part of it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just what someone said. It was just completely ridiculous. Right. Other parts of it I tried to learn from. I'm like, well, hey, you know, if one person thinks that about you, maybe some other people do. They think you're aloof or they think you're this or that. Try to learn everything that you can from it. And Proverbs 12, 15, the way of the fool seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Not that I would say criticism is advice, but I think you've got to be able to willing to listen to it. I, I think it's extract. what we, it's I think, Bill, I think it's what how we perceive it. I think it's how we perceive it that makes it critical. Right. There's times when, like I said, there's people that have a critical spirit. They have a harshness to it. They well, have they like wrote a, that email, a bite to it, you know. Mark, when they wrote the email, there was no doubt. It was designed to be critical. <laughs> okay. It was not All designed right. to be helpful. It was like, I'm on the way out the door, and I'm going to shoot as many bullets at you as I can yeah. in this one email, and I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to blast you as much as I possibly can. So, I mean, it was designed to hurt. It was designed to be critical, you know, and and it's sung for a day. You're you're my boss, okay? Practically speaking, you're my boss. Right. I love you dearly. When you have input that might sound critical, I don't care if it sounds critical to me. I know you're coming at it from a perspective of helping. Yeah, From a perspective of, I want this to be better. 
And that's why I want to tell you right now. Right. Uh, my wife, I'm going to trust her. When she comes at me with something that seems critical, and it can because I'm defensive, you know, anything, you know, sure. uh, come on. When she comes at me with something that seems critical, I have to put that aside and say, you know what, I want to be wise and, and I want to hear her understanding. I want to right. hear her out, you out. People that I've come to trust. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. So be careful you don't throw away what seems like criticism from people that are close to you that just want to put input into your life, you know, to oh, sure, help right. you, to, to give you advice. And, you and going right along with what we're saying here. Yeah. I mean, listen mm -hmm. and learn, because sometimes the criticism, it could be constructive, like you said, which is a great yeah. point. I mean, some people are, the wounds of a friend can be trusted. That's right. And yep. that, that's a great mm -hmm. verse. If I wound you as a friend because I told you the truth, that yeah. can be trusted because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have told you that if I didn't care about. It. I mean, there there are people the people that I've taken the biggest risk telling are the people I love the most. Yeah, they're the ones I've really told what the truth is, mm -hmm. and so because I know them so well, and I I want to save them from harm. So so if that comes across as critical, well then learn what you can. Charles yeah. Spurgeon said this. He said every time he preached, this woman would come up to him and hand him a note of all the grammatical mistakes that he made. Oh. And so every day, and she, and he said her heart wasn't right. You know, her heart was to just be critical. It wasn't really in a good spirit. But he said, I learned a lot from that woman. Wow. He said, I, I would read those notes. And even though she meant it just to show her to kind of be haughty, he said, I still learned from all those. And I learned everything I could from that criticism. And I think that was a lot of wisdom right there is yeah. you're, you're going to learn what you can, because like you said, the, the temptation is to get defensive rather than to learn. Absolutely. My first, um, my first sermon I ever preached, I had a guy come up to me right afterwards. He says, that was a pretty good job. He says, but when you say Jesus is, you're not saying it right. Right. You need to say Jesus and that's it. And I'm thinking the whole time I'm thinking, man, this is not helpful. Right. You know, I just got done pouring out my heart to you guys. I just got, and the, the only thing you can talk about is I didn't say Jesus, you know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. And it's like, that is critical. Right. That's critical. That didn't help me. It didn't, you know, now that I think back on it, I don't but even know did. if I even, I don't even know if I even think about it anymore, but I stopped Jesus. When I'm saying Jesus is right. Jesus, that's right. it, you know, but so I guess it did help me, but right. it just wasn't the right time. Man. Right. It just wasn't the right time to do it. Well, I think, too, you got to maybe you need to go by the person you're talking to to know if they're more receptive. Like for me, if people don't want to hear me, I don't I stop talking. I've always been that way. If you're not listening, I'm not talking. So if I were to come mm -hmm. to you and you be the kind of person you just don't listen over and over and over again, all you right. do is give me a hard time. You'll never hear from me. Yep. So, because I'm already going to yep. know better. But there was a, I used to preach at this uh, little campground, uh, Thousand Trails, every every other Sunday morning. And I would say Jesus was this and Jesus was that. And and this guy corrected me after. He goes, is it was or is? He goes, because <laughs> yeah. Jesus mm -hmm. is not was. He is. And I thought to myself, wow. you're right. Wow. You're absolutely yeah. right. And I learned, and I always appreciated that. For And that happened to me when I was probably 29, 30 years old. The guy said that to me. And I have remembered it all these years since. This this just normal, average Joe coming to me and saying, "He, it's not was, Bill. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. You need to talk in the present tense when you talk about Jesus Christ because he still is. There's, yeah, and I it, got it. I got it. I'm like, you know what? I think this dude is right on. And, mm -hmm. and I, I appreciated him saying it because I didn't take it as a bad thing. I took it as a, 
hey, someone's checking me. I don't mind being checked, by the way. I don't Absolutely. mind being criticized. Absolutely. I don't mind people telling mm -hmm. me the truth. I just don't mind it. Yeah, because we have to right. we have to come at it with humble hearts, with right. humility in our hearts, right. saying, you know what, I want you to, to feedback. Right. Sometimes there's things to say. And then there's things you just don't say right, at that true. time. You know, I well, like yeah, I like that this woman this right. I like that this woman wrote it down for Charles right. and and then gave it to him with a, a letter so he could read it whenever he no, wanted. He, you know, on the way out the door when he was standing at the back of the church, she handed it to him. It wasn't like a letter. <laughs> oh she was writing it during oh the gosh, sermon and yeah. handing it to him. Yeah. But one of the things mm -hmm. I appreciate about Steve Ars, like one of our fellow pastors, mm -hmm. is that guy has no problem saying, I think you're wrong, or I don't think I would handle it that way. Mm -hmm. But that's okay, because I've never minded it. In all my years here, I've never gotten aggravated about right. it, because I'm like, well, that was cool because I realized there are different perspectives. And sometimes I'm caught up in the emotion of something and maybe mm -hmm. I need, I mean, I've had that guy like chop at me hard and mm -hmm. say, dude, man, I'm a little bit concerned about the way you're thinking right now, blah, 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 right now. And it's helpful. I, I it To is. me, I find it's helpful because the wounds of a friend can be trusted. trusted. When yeah. you know somebody loves mm -hmm. you and you know somebody's got your back 100%, yeah. and they tell you something, you listen, and I would rather, I'm the kind of guy, I'm hit me over the head with a two-by-four. Not everyone's that way. Right. So you got to discern, Don't is this, is this person like yeah. somebody who needs to correct it? Is mm -hmm. this person a weak-kneed person who needs to be lifted up? You know, is this person a person who's in trouble? I mean, mm -hmm. they, they just need a hand. Who am I dealing with? But for me, I'm definitely, no, definitely crack me with a two-by-four because I can take it. I, I Broad shoulders, I can take it. Yeah, but for me and you, we can consider the source of that person. Right. That's our brother, Steve. You know, right. we, are, we I can trust him with anything in my life, man. Right. He's one of them guys that I could just trust anywhere, anyhow. This guy well, you is just brought biblical. up the important point. Exactly. Right. Consider the source. Right. And that... That's what he's, he's a great source, right. you know, right. and we want to go to him well, for that kind of feedback. And, and also you know? a close circle. I mean, we're fellow pastors, mm -hmm. so obviously that's a pretty tight circle of people. And you got to consider the source always. Um, yeah. In other words, I've told people this, you got to consider the source when you hear criticism. Is this an armchair quarterback or an analyst? Mm -hmm. I don't need to listen to everybody at uh, the diner the next morning after the Browns lose a game talking about how the coach did. But if you're a professional ESN, ESPN mm -hmm. analyst, then I'm going to give that more credence. If you're somebody who does sports, you've been a professional football player, you're going to talk about what should have happened or could happen. I'm going to listen to that a lot more than I'm going to listen to an armchair quarterback. So you got to ask yourself that when you're hearing criticism come back, is this somebody who knows you? I mean, That's is this right. somebody who's who's a true analyst who really has expertise in this area? Or is this mm -hmm. just another armchair quarterback having a different way to skin the cat? Exactly. And there's a right. hundred yeah. different ways to skin the cat. A, mm -hmm. a supposedly, I don't know, really. I've never skinned a cat, but, you know, so... There's more than one way. That's what I've heard. So, yeah. and maybe it's just that. Also, is this my close circle or someone who doesn't know me well? Yeah. That's a big deal. I, if somebody's criticized me, like I've been called a cult leader. I mean, if I had a dollar for every wow. time I've been called a cult leader in this community, wow. I mean, I'd be a rich man. Um, and I've, I've heard it come back. I mean, I've heard the stories come back. I mean, people have made some whoppers. I mean, they're really amazing stories mm -hmm. that I've heard come back of what people have actually repeated about me, things that... I never said, never thought, was a right. million miles away from, but it doesn't matter because that's the scuttlebutt. That's why you don't listen to gossip, by the way. Yeah, right. Because there's generally yes. just absolutely not true. Um, but again, I never worried about it. I never cared about it. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I don't know those people. They don't know me. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't lose one, I mean, not one wink of sleep about it. Yeah. Before we started this show, Bill, and I seen this, you know, this, I said, I needed this show. I need right. this show. You know why? Because I'm looking at consider the source and I'm going, okay, now I'm the source. What if I'm the source? I got to examine myself here. Am I somebody that somebody can trust? 
You know, am I somebody that you can come to and say, hey, how did that go? Right. And you can trust my input and you could take, am I critical? You know what I'm saying? How am I as a source in this? Right. You know, so I want to be somebody that's trustworthy as a source. Well, I'll so tell you somebody, what, I don't, you know, I don't think it's a problem to be critical. We're handling criticism. Mm-hmm. Criticism is something we need from time to time. We, everyone needs rebuke. Everyone needs sometimes to be, you know, brought up short a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's not a bad, criticism is not always a bad thank thing. You. Yeah. Thank you. Right. That's what we need. That's correct. What we need that opposing force to sharpen right. us. But if you don't think us, critically, yeah. I'm probably not going to listen. In mm-hmm. other words, if you're, if you're the kind of person that thinks everything's great and everything's good and you don't have like, why would you listen to somebody about music and take every word that they say when they, they think yeah. every note that's ever sung is good. I'd yeah. rather hear from the people who know. They know what the notes are supposed to sound right. like, and right. they actually have an ear for it. And maybe that'll come across as critical, but those are the ones you're going to learn from the most. Absolutely. Because they actually have and an ear. So so do they have an ear for, so is the person talking to you actually have an ear for music or they don't? That's a huge difference maker. It's definitely. Definitely. Right. So difference. so how do I yeah. weight things? Again, I, I'm, I'm going to consider that source all the time. Uh, because again, uh, not everyone knows what they're talking about, but on the other hand, no, some people very much know what they're talking about and they very much know you. Mm-hmm. And again, the wounds of a friend can be trusted yes. as iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. Appreciate you all tuning in, uh, to way to go podcast. And I uh, hope you, you picked up, don't pay attention to everything, listen and learn, consider the source and uh, don't always defend yourselves. Another one we didn't really get to talk about, yeah. but uh, that's an important one too, but have a great and a blessed week. <laughs>